this is the uncomforting voice of Matt, and you're listening to Elite Rugby Banter. It's me hosting today because, well, Adam's officially away and scheduled for dad duties. Well, we don't know if he's, yeah. it's what's well, kind of his first duty as a dad to, yeah. you know, be there around. Be present. Yeah, but although is he allowed to be present now? Because as far as I understand, the dads aren't allowed. Because I heard someone else also. No, apparently, apparently he is, but he needed to go for like a COVID test, and uh, he's not yeah. allowed to bring in. I think he might have to like strip down, like decontamination shower <laughs> before he's allowed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, no, like like we laugh, but like you know yeah, what? No, it's, fair. Uh, like, like fuck, uh, to be there for the birth is actually yeah, it's, it's a small sacrifice. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so yeah, I guess so. that was Ben's voice. So Ben's here with me, and just so that Ben and I sound more knowledgeable than the two of us combined, you heard Phil yawning there in the background. <laughs> How are you, Phil? I'm very good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. So, as franchise operator of Melbourne Rising. So yeah, um, that's yeah. also on the feed. I think it just went up. I think I did upload it of our NRC 2020 draft. Which I'm pretty um, sure is going to be a fantastic dog show. Yeah, honestly, that was cheap if that was a shit show, eh? <laughs> Go check it out if you want to laugh. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if you want to watch a, if you want to watch a train wreck. If, if, you're, if you're not a fan of Australian rugby, please check it out for a train wreck. If you are a fan of Australian rugby, I mean, hate listening is a thing, so go for it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so with that, I think let's kick off with the news, and let's start with the small bite-sized stories first before we get into the Black Friday trades. So, first one is that Duan Funamava that is apparently in the mix for a Scotland cap. Oh, yeah, just a little, by the way, he's there. And I think um, him, I when... So when did he go over? Like, I think he went over at like 21 or 22 because he yeah. was at the Bulls for a while. Yeah, he was at the Bulls for like a season or two. And like, I think he played uh, Challenge Cup or whatever, but like yeah. nothing further. Because he comes from your part of the world, right, yeah. Matt? Yeah, he's from Georgia as well. Apparently he had a bit of an attitude problem, thought, thought too much of himself. Apparently being in Scotland tempered his ego quite a bit. Yeah, and he, he's of course he's of course the Andrew Angry Warthog's brother. So yeah. the Andrew no, we were trying brother. to actually give him a, a give him a name. We came up with what the irate piglet or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the winged piglet. I mean, I think I, I think if he makes it for Scotland, he'll do pretty well for himself. I mean, I know I South Africans is like a big wing, and we don't really have that many big wings. But um, yeah, yeah I think. Yeah, yeah, he's a similar model to kind of like Ron Kornbrinker. Yeah. yeah. Apparently he was pretty nifty. There was, when he was at Otoneko, they had a nifty sevens team that he was part of. That counts oh. for much. Nice. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> yeah. my, just my sort of base level. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just looking there. I mean, it's not much of a loss for South Africa, I think, because he was—he would never have made it. Like, yeah, I, I think I think this this is sort of a this is a net gain for international rugby. Yeah, I because yeah. he he maybe. Uh, to be honest, I don't really know too much about. But did he make SA schools? Um, did he? I don't think so. I don't not think that I know. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he did. Yeah, like obviously there are 
exceptions, but generally, if you're not making SA scores, you're probably not going to make the Springboks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be a bit more controversial, like uh, as a white wing in South Africa, sometimes at like schools level and stuff, it can be a bit more difficult just because if you're looking for numbers, sometimes yeah, yeah, when people are trying numbers. to, you know, when you're trying to meet your target, like obviously yeah, yeah. the easy one like to do in swing. Yeah. 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 No, is no, no yeah. good for good for him. Good I for think him, uh, yeah. as I said, net net gain for rugby. I feel like I should. I'm really battling to kind of build up anger about players playing for other countries and <laughs> stuff now. Like I'm just I'm just numb. Hey? Like, uh, yeah. I, I think I think at the moment. I mean, as you said, like he wouldn't get. I mean, the way we're playing now, like. He's not the same player as like a Sabun Kozi or whatever. So he's not the way yeah. we would be playing 14. No. Well, you're, Scotland generally rely on their wings to sort of manufacture stuff themselves. Yeah, like finish yeah. them. Like just... Well, not, 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 not even a finisher. They need like a, a kind of an every... They need a guy like Colby. That's sort of their kind of... That yeah. you can give, kind of give to them and sort of shit and make a plan. Well, I mean, right. he wasn't bad as well on... Watching him pull pull through on the rugby challenge as well, he did quite right. I think he scored a yeah, massive try against <laughs> my Kings. Yeah, like a good sixty meter try against my Kings. Yeah, but everyone can score a sixty meter try on that game. Like, okay, no, the props can't. Volko like, made about a Volko made like a seventy meter run, and then he just stopped. And they're like, "Cool, he's gonna <laughs> stop and hand this guy off." No, he just stops and lets himself get. Tackle. Yeah, no, the so props have a set low. distance they're allowed to run, and then they just stop moving. <laughs> they get tired. <laughs> the, the, the odometer resets to zero, and they get confused. Yeah. This is why this exactly. is why I've speculatively drafted Daniela Tupo as the only running prop. <laughs> nice. Even though strategy wasn't part of it, but in retrospect. I was actually I was thinking about making my first pick and then I was like I can't do this to Matt. No, you would it would have been on brand because I've wanted him every draft and this is the first time I've ever managed to do well, that. Unlike my no, like, like if... I get every draft, Tupo's been my, <laughs> the opposite. I've just never been able he's to. Your, he's your he's your your white whale. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's what's next, Matt? Next one, let's move on quickly. Um so shock and horror, six nations are open to switching from their traditional February-March and shifting to a spring tournament to line up with the sa- at the same time as the Rugby Championships, which would also see a scrapping of the July tests where Northern Hemisphere would come down here in October and we would go up to the Northern Hemisphere in November, which also lines up with all Billy Beaumont's global Ch- uh, championship idea framework. Okay, so so we'd only we'd only get international rugby at the end of the year, basically. Then. Yeah, so we won't get... nothing so, will happen in June. So yeah, July seems to be done, and then which is kind of cool. So it does free up um, club players to well, yeah, it, it kind of, So you've got one well, half of the sort of a, it'll mean it'll mean Curry Cup will be a bit cooler now. Yeah, so potentially yeah, all the, so. the spring box for what that's worth these yeah. days. And that, the ones that are it's still in re- South Africa and not cashing out in Japan. Yeah. We'll be able to play a curry cup. Well I think cool. even even that's gonna be 
top league apparently there's another there was another article where super rugby wanted to have like a playoff series like top two from this conference top two from that conference top two from that conference or whatever like three so that's six and then a top two from top league so eight play like a knockout league like that so top league would have to run then at the same time as super rugby as well Okay. Okay. So, that's quite cool. Yeah, a lot of change. It's quite exciting. I yeah. guess. I would. I, w- that, I would that like one was something that facilitated like a, like a bit of a Champions League of rugby. Yeah, so that would it would essentially facilitate a bit of a Champions League. Like, like uh, it would the be really cool to see like the top two sides in the Premiership, the top two sides in Pro 14, the prop top two sides in top 14, top yeah. two Japanese sides. Yeah. Top two sides in Super Rugby now seems a bit unfair. Yeah, I would do... Yeah, that's what they want to do. Yeah, so, I don't know. What do you do? Top four? Like, so you give top four to Super Rugby and top four to Premiership? Yeah. Well, no, or Premiership maybe... doesn't make sense because Premiership's all English. Like, if you've got to go oh, on those principles, four, you should give top four, you should give top four to Pro 14. Oh, no, what's the, no, what's the one where England play France and all that? Uh-huh. Oh, uh, the Champions Cup or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah. Cup or the, the tournament formerly known as the Heineken Cup. Whoever the sponsors are, yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe do top four um, and then Pro 14, top two or whatever. Well, but, yeah, so the semi-finals of that. No, because that includes the... Yeah, basically the semi-finals of that and then the semi-finals of Super Rugby. Yeah, and then yeah, we yeah. went around. Okay, so I'm sure someone's upset we've left them out. Um, MLR gets... <laughs> Japan presumably is upset we left them out. No, we but didn't you know get Japan... two teams. We threw in two teams at top league, didn't we? So, but then we have 10 teams. I, I think 10 is too many. It'll take too long. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> but we need to get one Just, MLR yeah. team in there as well, Ben. Maybe one MLR, one top league. Or just do like 16, but just have it straight knockout, so straight you only knockout. have one Ooh, chance. That's yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> 16 straight, 16 straight knockout cup. Yeah, oh, that's team. awesome. With random, <laughs> that, that, with no, with yeah, no seeding, that. no seeding. You just random draw. Yeah, random yeah I'll take that. Draw. You're against Crusaders in round one. You're just like unlucky, you know. <laughs> yeah. What's? Oh, what's that would be intense, man. What's the football version of that they play in England? Essentially, where like third division and everyone gets the, up together. Oh, the yes. FA Cup. Yeah, the FA Cup. Yeah. Where that dude was just like, like in the finals eating a pie on the be- on the side. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so yeah, that's interesting. So I'm kind of looking forward to what the international calendar is going to look like in the next year or two. Yeah. Okay, next one. Um, speaking of big changes, World Rugby made another huge change, and they're amending the law relating to scoring against post protectors. So yeah. Um, so what? Did, sorry. So so the original law was if you grounded the ball at the base of the post protector, yeah, it was a try. Yeah. And it was a bit stupid because the way post protectors work is they were actually in front of the line slightly. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then some, sometimes, and basically as well, you couldn't. So if you just positioned the ruck at a correct place, yeah, you kind of just grounded without being tackled at all. Yeah, because offside line is still obviously the try line, so yeah. you can get like a good position. Yeah. It's 
then so you, you had... and then you got the stupid cases where like Pierre, I think Pierre Schumann and someone it else did it. And then there was that Your who's... TJ Piranora threw a post protector once and he got in shit. Who's the yeah, yeah, wasn't so, one of the Ionis who also just ripped it like right off the post and like whipped it behind him somewhere like while they were setting up for something? Yeah, Which... no, it's, it's it's a bit frustrating. I, I would do you know what do you know what I would suggest that um you actually just, just to create a bit more like chaos on the try line, is you say the offside line is the five meter. No matter where the, so once the ball's past the five meter, you can you can defend on the five meter if you want. <laughs> so you can just defend be behind where the ball technically is. Yeah, technically think... you can defend in front. You can defend. Uh, yeah, well, behind the ball. Yeah. Let's ask Vasti Cap to trial it out for us. Yeah, for <laughs> I reckon it would be well. It, no, but it, do you know what it would prevent? Like you know, like ten phases of just forwards just dipping their heads. Do you know what? Do you know what else? Do you know what else fixes this post problem? Is just making fucking NHL style posts standard at all. Well, this is. But there's been a lot of talk on Twitter about this, and people yeah, yeah. are like so against it, and it's like why? It's like it's iconic. It's iconic. It's like okay. Okay. So well, yeah, but I need until your team loses a game because someone put one down in front of the fucking scrum post. Then you see how quickly you change from but iconic I... to it's a fucking rubbish rule. Yeah. The only stupid thing I saw was it was like a video. Of... Cullen Slade scoring the All Blacks where he sort of kicked it and hit the post and bounced back in play and they managed to like luckily regather re and score. I like a bit of, I like a bit of a random element in a sport. Like it's cool. Yeah. It's like in cricket if the ball hits the helmet and it's five runs, it's like yeah. Cool. <laughs> Technicalities. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um let's see. Oh, yeah. it, that, that, ba that base of the posting was bullshit. Yeah, it's a good rule to change. I'm happy with the change. Yeah. No, I, I, I would actually... <laughs> new, new idea now. I would suggest if you tap the ball into the crossbar, you get a, <laughs> you get a try. So, what, do you, so then, what do you mean then, tap the ball? Well, like touch the ball into the crossbar. Like you have to jump and like dunk it into the so crossbar. Like if you, yeah, like over arm. <laughs> but then you just imagine yeah, how you get eaten in a tackle. It's like high risk. You have to expose your ribs and just get annihilated. Ben, you didn't back this up with the Ben's big call of the week. <laughs> That's oh, what fuck. Yeah. No, no, no. What's a Ben's big idea? Ben's big yeah. idea. Yeah. Oh, we actually, we haven't been running our segments lately. <laughs> Just yeah. the whole world's gone to shit, huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah. what's the point of running segments in COVID? <laughs> yeah, what's the point? Like, we could all be dead tomorrow. Yeah. Not me, because there's no more COVID in Mauritius, but we're still locked down. Yay, we haven't had a case for three weeks. Yeah, That's I heard that. that. Winning. Yeah. Oh, well, you guys are more free than I am. Like, I, I just have less fear. So, <laughs> I mean, Korea didn't have a case for like two weeks. No new cases for like two weeks. Then they like mostly opened everything up and then just went back to like 100 cases <laughs> almost immediately. How did, how did, how did that happen? <laughs> like one, one dude went out clubbing and just like infected like I think they managed to track him <laughs> to like 18 people who then infected like a whole bunch of other people. I think yeah. Mauritius is because we have no land borders, obviously. So that's, that helps. Yeah. 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 But it's also it's so small. Like if you, if it does spread, then you guys are fucked. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's densely populated as well. Eh? Yeah. Okay. What's yeah, next, Speaking man? of countries with no land borders and... <laughs> restrictions on New Zealand 
Australia. Uh, let's go with New Zealand first. <laughs> let's go with New Zealand first. Um, New Zealand, as we nice. all know. Oh, God, I need to say that word now. Arat- no, God. How do you say New Zealand in Maori again? <laughs> I don't know, I, I tweeted the blues and asked them to record a video of someone saying it for me and they did reply, so butcher it. You know what, they're not helping themselves at this point, so say whatever you want. I don't even have it written in front of me, so I've got to like make it up on this spot. Area Area Tawawa or something. I can't remember. That Super Rugby tournament is kicking off soon, and so first some of the good, or good news or bad news first? Good news. Good news. So Neher Milner Scudder is going to be making his return to Super Rugby in a Highlanders oh, jersey of all jerseys. I thought he'd retired. Like, I really did too. I thought he'd retired as well. Like, was he in Europe? What was he doing? Commentating and stuff. Like, I remember it was because he would always like show he would wear like his trousers were like too short in the current fashion, I guess. So, so during the walk, he was. He was on Supersport, so during the World Cup, he came to be a, a like a, a host or, or a presenter on Supersport. So okay. he was in South Africa, but but he tried to go. He signed for Toulon, but I think he was injured, so I don't know if he ever played for Toulon. Uh, well, this was our big joke about Toulon owners buying his newspapers five years out of date. <laughs> yeah, so he was just in Toulon. They always, they always get like has been. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know. It's gonna be it's, it's 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 my biggest challenge so far in our salary league is how to value Nehe. Um, I don't know when. Say, the... I'm very likely to I'm very likely to pick him because he's going to hopefully be undervalued. Yeah, well, he will he will definitely be undervalued. Because yeah. I mean, the Highlanders don't well, really have cheap. I'm not gonna say if he'll be undervalued. Yeah, the Highlanders is like they have sort of Josh McKay and yeah, some exactly. of these so other guys not, where so he's not fighting. He's good not, at best. Yeah, uh, Josh McKay, the the world's the world's fastest white person. You mean? <laughs> Apparently, Bird and Barrett recorded like a record time for the fitness thing that they did. Anyway. But that's that's the thing. Like Bowden, Bowden, like. Bowden's fitness has never been it. It's not like Oaks are like, oh fuck, Bodie could stand to lose a few pounds. Like, it doesn't like he's improved an area. He's why did he improve his goal kick? <laughs> yeah, he just concentrates on trying to be faster. No, well, apparently, <laughs> no. Well, I can tell you why he's improving. It's like it's like oh, this, yeah, Peter Skiff the toy improved his tackling by three point two percent, and you're like. <laughs> Not not super relevant really because like that's not a that's not a weakness in his game. Like, yeah, anyway. <laughs> no, well, good good for Bodie. Well done. I was gonna say Bodie's clearly working on his speed because he's scared of getting stuck in a ruck against the Hurricanes. He he mentioned in an interview like this week sometime. He's not looking forward to being in one of their rucks. Yeah, uh, Dane Coles is probably gonna try and kill him. Yeah, Dane, Dane Coles will just rip yeah. your arm off. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that, that has nothing to do with you leaving the hurricanes. Or yeah, it's true. just sees red and just eats whatever's in front of it. Yeah, I was about to say, the red, mist, the red mist just descends and he just goes mad. And then just That's tries just to take, like, snap your knee and take you out for a season. Yeah. And other good news is Sam Whitelock is going to be returning as well for the Crusaders, thankfully. Oh, that's good because you know they they weren't stacked enough. I'm glad they're getting another player. Yeah. I wonder uh, if he just didn't like Japan. If he was just like fuck Japan, I tried, didn't make. I it. think, 
I'm going on, home. It kind of seems like quite a bit of it's like, like this, like when they went home for lockdown and now they can't feasibly get back there as well because it's like kind of get back. Because it's like that. And then I like obviously. As the Japanese, if if you had a Japanese club, you would say, "Yo, definitely, guys, go play because you want your players." Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and then conversely, yeah, conversely, let's stick to conversely. Brody Retallick, who had a similar similar sabbatical to White Luck, isn't returning for the Chiefs. Yeah, well, no. that, that to me makes sense because the whole logic in Brody's sabbatical was like, listen, this is going to be buying time in his career. Literally, here's, here's, yeah. the, quote from, here's the quote from uh, Gatland. We had a conversation with him, but he's down on the farm in Hawke's Bay and he's having a bit of a break with his family there. <laughs> <laughs> Why um, does it feel like all these guys are farmers in New Zealand? Well, oh, is like, everyone a farmer or a farmer, a nightclub bouncer, or a bricklayer? Are those the three professions in New Zealand? Don't don't forget Ben Smith, accountant. Yeah, Ben, the one who can't do. And a lawyer as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Richie McCaw's a helicopter pilot, but that could be farming related. Yeah, that's I'm not farming sure. related. I mean, how many how many helicopter pilots are there here in the Northern Cape, just like flying over their game farms? This is like counting sheep. Yeah. Nine, yeah. ten. Okay. So, speaking uh, of checking, so, bit. Oh, sorry, yeah. Oh, yeah, you sorry, want to do some of the speculation. Yeah. Let's do some of the speculation. So, Ben Smith, uh, I've just checked. Ben Smith has confirmed that he's he's not coming back for this. So, he's um, he's in New Zealand, but he's not going to play for the Highlanders. He's not going to play in the competition at all. He had an oh. interview where he confirmed that, so... That's 100%. I'm not sure about the other ones. I think the other ones are still rumors. Guys like... Because uh, there are a lot of guys who are back in New Zealand. But uh, yeah, I, saw a th- I saw a thing on Twitter. Julian Sevilla has left. Where was he? Yeah, Toulouse, Julian Sevilla doesn't have a French contract at the moment. I think Ben yeah, yeah. still technically but, does have a contract. But yeah. it's like, who would you prefer? Julian Sevilla or Ben Lamb? Yeah, but maybe it depends. If you're the Hurricanes, yes, but if you're the Highlanders... Highlanders, imagine <laughs> the enough. potent combination of Julian Sevier and Milner Skidder. And Ben Smith. Just go back like four years. It's yeah. the World Cup winning. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't, pull don't him tell, out. Don't tell, the owner, don't tell the owner of Toulon. He'll, he'll be frothing. By the Highlanders. Well, don't yeah. tell Andrew. Andrew's a shame. No, no, no. Andrew, Andrew drafted from like the the pre twenty ten, like the average age yeah, of the squad is like thirty five. Yeah, he had like every he had like Ghetto. Who did Adam Ashley Cooper? Yeah, I was trying to find his exactly. <laughs> he tried to. It was someone that was from like the nineties that he tried to draft. Lock him or something. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. Um yeah, speaking of Australian horrors then. Uh the Reds confirm that Isaac Roder, Isaac Lucas and Harry Hawkins are all ditching them. Well what did they say? They've been stood down. Yeah, stood or down, they stood down, so yeah. so, Just... so, so they, they, they refuse to they refuse to accept the the pay cut thing, huh? 
Also, and and uh, because yeah, because of that, they're just not getting paid at all because they didn't take the pay cut. Yeah. I read that so they, those three all have the same agent. So to me, it seems like their agent was the one who was just like, actually, fuck these guys. If we say well, no to the pay cut, they'll make a plan. A bit of a group collective bargaining kind of a yeah. But it's pretty shitty for all the other players who are agreeing to the pay cut yeah. for the oh, sake yeah, but, of regular. But I don't know. The thing is like. These guys aren't exactly, you know, like we'll get onto it later, but kind of Peter Steph's power play, you like, yeah, okay, this guy's got some bargaining power, but like yeah. Harry Hawking, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Look, Is he even Rode a starter? Least, exactly. Isaac Rode at least makes sense because he's like the luck. Yeah, no, okay, Rode does have, but Rode, to me, in times like this, he's the kind of guy you want to get off your books because he's been there for a while. He's probably on a big package. Yeah. Yeah, so you so you like okay you know I'd rather listen you you're a good player or whatever but cost benefit fuck off. Okay, so breaking um, news. Hawking. How much? How much, you, how much are you paying Harry Hawking? So like, come on, like surely <laughs> he's in like the bottom pay bracket. Surely. Surely, surely. Breaking news. Go for it, Matt. Breaking news, guys. Adam had a girl. A girl. Yes. Oh, congrats! Celebrate. Adam. Yeah, nice. yeah. What was the wait now? He didn't tell what us the wait. wait. Uh, he didn't tell he us the wait. We bet it on the so. so wait, who's who's knocked out? We'll who's knocked out? Who's we'll knocked out? Who who bet? I'm first? knocked out. I said a boy. I think who's who's knocked out? Natalie's no longer knocked out. Yeah, Natalie confirmed. <laughs> she knocked, knocked it out of the park. And knocked out. He also went boy. So Ben, it's between you, me, and I think Alex. Alex, Alex, good girl. This is this yes, is we are we are teasing at it. Wait, 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 wait. Remember Adam, remember Adam. Jeez, uh, absolute unit. 3.6 kg. <laughs> 3.6! Fuck! For a, you... for, a, for a C-section as well. That's huge. Because you said Natalie's quite small. Yeah, Natalie's... Oh. Yeah, because Adam's not a big frame. And then Natalie's got a smaller frame than Adam. So that's a unit. Nice. So Are we looking Phil... at a front row? Front, front row, would you say? Oh, who said 3. Point, who, who said Phil that? Like someone was close. But he said a boy, so he's out. Yeah. <laughs> what? Out. So Ben is 3.2. Alex is 3.4. Oh, so fuck. Okay, but now if I... Yeah, so Alex is closest. Well, what did you say, man? I said three. I went small. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Cool. Well done. Well done, Adam. Yeah, well done, Adam. <laughs> yeah. done if, if we were a YouTuber now, we'd say, smash like for a normal host having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> you like that? Hit subscribe, like, and comment. <laughs> yeah, comment. The the algorithm loves a comment. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's much probably the best news we've got on this pro on on today. Um, let's see. I think oh. from that, let's talk about the 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 tumultuous time that was called Black Friday in SA Rugby. Where how many days are there? Fourteen days. Which was a, which was, which was a Thursday. They had 21 days. <laughs> I saw someone call it Black Friday. I suppose all the announcements came in I saw, Friday. That's all they said. I think they were referring to like the the sort of the the low budget uh, the low budget sale, not necessarily the day. But I do feel the same effect could have been achieved by calling it Black Thursday. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a sale day. Whatever. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so yeah. Um, South African players, as part of their salary negotiations to take the salary cut, were given a 21-day get-out-of-your-contract-free cancellation clause, which ended, I think, 
on midnight 14 which is why i think it was friday just because that's when all the announcements came out officially so yeah end of thursday the 14th so let's see which franchise do we want to start with bulls Oh, let's go with Sharks because oh. they've lost basically no one. Yeah, so Sharks managed to retain Mapimpi and Um, which was their big, their but biggest concern. They significantly took a step towards me becoming a Sharks fan. Oh, by yes, they, they did. Letting so, go of Tyler Paul. So Tyler Paul and apparently uh, and Ntila also went to the Cheetahs somehow under this. Yeah. Does he I don't think he ever played for the Sharks. I don't think he got onto the field, yeah. So it makes sense to leave. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess the thing is he's not significantly better than the guys who are younger than him. So that's not a bad move. Yeah, not yeah. a bad shift. So, he so, needs game time. Yeah, so it'd be good for him at the Cheetahs as well. That, I think he's used to Northern Hemisphere anyway. Um, yeah, Thomas Detoy, they managed to retain. Bosch, they retained. Ruben van Eerden, they retained. Fussy stayed. JJ Van Mash. Yeah, they they, 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 they had a really lot of well. guys. They had a lot of guys who were on because shopping. There was talk of Bosch going. There was talk of Mapimpi going. There was talk of I'm going. Yeah. According to that article, they all got like concrete offers as well, but chose to stay. So that's really impressive from the Sharks. So yeah, like really I don't know. Do you yeah, think we they have a bit of an, angel, an angel invest or something? No, well, that's a thing. Because of how? Because teams were I can't imagine. Yeah. I, I think they've also just got like a really good sort of team mentality team. and culture type yeah, of thing like, where they're all excited if they, they know that if they like stick together they have a chance like over the next couple of years to really push for sort of super proper rugby. super rugby success. Yeah. Yeah. Especially now yeah, if, so. if they retain that. So yeah, I think that's not too bad because I think yeah, Ant was shitting bricks. Like when, when the name yeah. announced. Well, this, is, this was kind of what they were saying. Like the, the Sharks had developed this big team and now... Like COVID was just going to end it, but it seems like what for whatever reason they've managed to retain it nicely. Yeah. Okay. Next, that. next team. Next oh, and team. and they actually they they gained they gained Manny Libok out of this actually. Yeah, and again Manny Libok technically. <laughs> yeah. And let's see, why not? Why not? Seeing as we mentioned the cheaters, they lost. Most notably, they lost Weber to France. Um, Bordeaux yeah, Beagles. Bordeaux Beagles. Home of is, is that like? Is that no, like I'm the dog? Are they called dogs? The beagles, or is it like no, something I, else in French? I think it's something else. No, it's, I think it also doesn't have the A. I think it's B E G. That's disappointing. Yeah. It's a, it's like it's a bagel. It's like you know the the savory donut effort. Some French stands favorite team. <laughs> no, no, I'm not too sure what it is. Let me look it up. Okay. <laughs> um, Just ask someone in Mauritius. Don't they all speak French? Yeah, just ask yeah, your I'm wife, not, man. I'm not, I'm not next to anyone. Fair enough. Okay, <laughs> okay um, let's see. Um, uh, Bulls, what did, who did the Bulls lose? Did they lose anyone? Because um, they made weird signings, though, in this period, actually. They yeah, so, well, so they signed Theo Efron. Have they actually told us they signed on a yet, or are they still going through their little No, narrative? no, they did announce it, like, the next day. They're like... Beware, yeah. 108 kgs of death coming, and then Arnaud Boerte signed the next. But apparently, apparently no, they've also signed uh, Dwayne from here. Yeah, they signed oh. Dwayne from here. Of solid gold. They kept on going on, like, I don't know why. They kept on pushing this gold narrative. I didn't really understand it. They're just super jealous about having, like, an old boy back for a change. 
<laughs> yeah, because he's actually from Pretoria, I think. Yeah. It's not that oh. many of them. Oh, oh cool. But they, they also got Marcel Finamova from Toulon, and they say goodbye to Johnny Kotzer and Dylan Sage. And no, Manny Lebov, technically. And Manny Lebov. Well, Manny Lebov wasn't really part of this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then the Lions. The Lions, I don't think they gained anyone, yeah, but the Lions, lost no. all Lions they lost gutted. marks, which I would, as a, I don't know about you, Phil, but as a Lions fan, I'd already mentally suck Yeah, yeah, Cause yeah, I, yeah was, I know what you mean. I, yeah, I, I just assumed this was just a, a taster for an eventual bigger move. Yeah. And then also and the so they lost uh, marks, Tyrone Green, Sean Reynolds, run for Mark, and uh, coach Neil Alderbaran. Yeah. yeah, I'm most I'm most grim about Tyrone Green actually. Yeah, because he would have been a nice prospect in like a season yeah. or two's time. Well, well, no one's really looked into this, but I think he might have English grandparents or something as well. It makes sense, sure. I mean, he's obviously, the name doesn't sound Afrikaans. He's he's a Joburg boy, which is also well, disappointing. He went to, he went to Kez, yeah. I think. Yeah, or JP or one of those. JP um, on, maybe it was JP, actually, not Kez. And yeah. like... like He's super young. He could have stayed at the Lions and like been part of that young group with Similani and some of those other guys. So that one is really, really disappointing. I agree. Some, something was a bit weird that Similani hasn't left, which I find yeah. a bit strange because yeah. kind of everyone thought he was going to go before. So yeah. well, that ties in with the rumor I heard that we can bring up a bit later. Yeah. I see. Uh, I see that link you just shared. And we, did we mention Andre Estesen's also gone from the Sharks? Oh, he, All right. he went. So that was, that was confirmed a while ago, but it's obviously a big loss because yeah. who are they going to play at 12 next season? Who do you think? Marius Lowe. <laughs> He's going to pass it to touch. Yeah, we, 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 know, we know how Marius Lowe can, can derail its talented backline single-handed. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. Sure, center stocks are bleak in South Africa. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we learned that very quickly last week. And then, yeah, so... Mm. Last on the list Stop. is Stormers, who lost Walker Lowe and Dylan Lates. And Peter right. Steff did... Uh, wait, then let's do all the losses first. Walker Lowe, Dylan Lates, Jean-Luc Duplessis, Quibbers Fisser. And then... And this, this was after Dobson made that really snooty thing like, oh, it would be completely yeah. professional if they were to bring something now but from what i understand no one is leaving sort of thing like trying to like kill trippers players i think walker yeah. low and it felt just had like confirmed that they were leaving by then though already at least yeah but yeah those rumors were already like at the beginning of the season i yeah. think volker low confirmed to harlequins or something yeah he's a, he's a good um a good buy actually yeah. he'll do well yeah. in northern hemisphere where they play that slow plodding rugby yeah, like, like he's better. He the more scrums, the better for him. He's such a tank. Yeah, just seeing him live, you realize how square he is. He's like, you know, his he legs, doesn't. Have... His legs, his legs are ridiculous. Yeah, he's, like, yeah. he's got like he's just... two chests for a leg. Yeah. But but it's, it's even it's even like like you see a guy like I saw Alton Junchies once at the shopping mall. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, Alton Junchies is big. Yeah. And, and on the rugby field, on the rugby field, he looks. 
like small basically yeah even the scrum of someone like uh, yeah. even like Herschel or Faf or someone they yeah, look like they're they're tiny but then they're, they're huge like, they're like wide yeah. Yeah. and then, yeah. you, then you see an oak like Vukolo or Eben who looks big <laughs> on the rugby field and you're like this oak must be fucking monstrous so. yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, sorry, this isn't recreational analysis. Oh, it's big. <laughs> Confirmed, rugby players, big. Yeah. big. <laughs> and then, yeah, so last, lastly, Peter Steph to toy with the most controversial play, I think, of this period. Who, yeah, because so... it got announced he cancelled his contract. So he's yeah. cancelled his contract, but he hasn't taken another offer. And it's essentially so, re-signing with the so Stormers what, what, for like something better, I'm assuming. Well, potentially he's re-signing with the Stormers, like, okay. but obviously he's going to want certain terms or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. he wants to be excluded, yeah, I'm yeah. assuming, from the pay cut. Exactly. Yeah, but but it is something. It is something that I that I actually thought about. Like, there is like because you know, with the other day we were talking about like the highest paid players in rugby and stuff. Yeah. Mm. And I think a lot of it depends if your contract ends at the right time, if you know what I yeah. mean. Like, yeah, timing. Is if if you're peaking at the... So say Peter Stephen Toy Stormer's contract ended naturally this yeah. year. Yeah. Then he would... Like like it is. It's it's prime. Like Pollard yeah. did, basically. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, the player of the, he's player of the year. He's the best player in the world. Right. I mean, he yeah. deserves to be paid a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah, he deserves to be one of the highest paid players in the world. No, he definitely does. But the way he took advantage of... Mm. To cost, yeah, so, to reduce so, costs. It is a bit, and... Who do you think's worse? Him or Johnny Well, No, I think he's worse than Johnny Kotsa, to be honest. Because Johnny Kotsa kind of... He didn't manipulate the system. Yeah, Johnny yeah but... Peter Steff... What did he... Yeah, but you see, Johnny so, Kotsa at least went to Europe. Peter Steff is going to stay here and play rugby with everyone yeah. who's taking a cut. At a higher level, so his teammates are all gonna knock. Yeah, like I, I would be, I would be pretty resentful. But also, you don't know, like like we saw with this Isaac Rodder, uh, Harry Hawkins thing. Like, yeah. you think this is his agent? So. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think probably. I don't think Peter Steff has the personality to do this himself. I mean, obviously, the agents also, get a cut. Yeah, because yeah, they, they get a cut of what they negotiate. So like obviously, they're gonna try. But hey, yeah. But I, I still wouldn't be surprised if he actually still goes overseas. Yeah, yeah. I think he. I think it's smart for him to go overseas. If, He's stuck. Because, he's never going to be better. Because this is quite clever. Because this sort of buys himself time. Yeah. Because because he goes okay now I don't have any contract and he can entertain any number of suitors over any amount of time. Yeah. So yeah, it is, it is it is quite a quite a sharp move of his. But yeah, then again, it's not because do you know what? If the Stormers had principles, they wouldn't take him now. Yeah. <laughs> but as we know, Stormers. I don't know how yeah. far your principles go with sort of, you know, dealing with the World Player of the Year or whatever. But right. <laughs> yeah, so with this, there are rumors. You know, like, like, oh, I guess the Bulls showed some principle when they they didn't sign Israel Folau. Yeah. I don't know if that was, I mean, I feel like they would have snapped his hand off if they could have, but I just don't really believe that they yeah, ever they had a proper opportunity. It was just like bullshit rumors. So, yeah. other bullshit rumors for the Stormers 
and the Lions are both apparently courting Warwick Gelangt. And the Stormers are also interested in Vincent Koch and previously mentioned Wandesile Semelane. Yeah. I'm sorry, I thought the Stormers were bankrupt. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> like, like, where are they getting money to pay these oaks? Like, I don't know. Well, they apparently don't have Peter Steph's salary at the moment because I don't think he was going for particularly cheap. <laughs> but I think that these rumors are just people like putting two and two together. They're like, okay, Bulls have just signed Aplon, therefore Glant is available, or no, well, someone didn't play in Super so This one was according to the rapport. This oh, yeah. Rapport. That's good rugby news. They, yeah, they, 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 they generally know. do. Yes, but I, I don't know, like, how, and also just, you know, say you 10 million rand in debt and you open up a million rand. You don't spend that million rand. You use it to, like, you know, you retain it in the business. Like, I don't know. <laughs> these are rugby sense. administrators, Ben. Yeah, these are. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and then people spend some bullshit. No, Ben, you don't understand. The amateur and the professional arm are separate. Like, <laughs> okay. Don't, don't you know? It's all, it's all the club's fault in the Western province. They always blame it on It's the amateur arm. Okay. Where's Adam when we need him to just tell us how shit the it's, amateur arm is? Baller to play rugby on a field that doesn't even have grass. He's the problem. Okay. Yeah. He was he's the, the one who said no. <laughs> he's yeah. the reason why Newlands is getting turned. Yeah. Around. He's the reason yeah. why Peter Steph is leaving. And yeah. They're gonna it have was to a personal leaving. slight of Peter <laughs> Steph's story from the guy from Bulland. Also, did you guys oh, see that what my favorite part of this whole cycle was? Is how uh, Jimmy Stonehouse was just like the erudite, like financial guru of, of apparently <laughs> south african rugby where like i think i saw like two or three articles quoting him where it was like yeah man this is why he's supposed to have been money balling from the beginning like he learned and cut his teeth on the pumas having no money and all that and now all the other big <laughs> franchises are fucked and he's sitting there with these giant fucking biceps laughing <laughs> he would be so he would be so efficient if his if his Daily protein budget was it about four grand? Yeah, imagine how, <laughs> they, how many players they could get if they didn't have to supplement his his supplements. <laughs> and then I think last bit of light news: Cheslin Colby is raffling off a pair of his Rugby World Cup in 2019 boots for charity. Have we been Yo, able to God, confirm um, though that these are the boots he played in the final in or not? We, we, we're not sure, but we, we are saying if you win them, you have to reenact Chase and Colby's try in the final. Yeah, so one of your mates has to put on a white jersey with a 10 on and just completely <laughs> dive past well, you. No, 12, a 12. Oh, was he 12 at that point? Yeah, yeah he was. They had 4 no, to 10. You, no, you got to get the whole thing. So one of, your, one of your mates wearing a 12 jersey with an arrogant sneer has to be sat down. <laughs> Then one of your one of your chubbier friends has to shave his hair into a mohawk and for just sit lamely, lamely jog next to you for a while. And then nice. finally one of one of your other friends has to fuck up his face, wear a bandage covered in blood, and also just kind of make it, just sort of walk with you to the try line, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're expecting a, a professional reenactment. Whoever gets it. Yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm not, I looked into buying a, a thing, but. My like my card doesn't work for that site. Well, so. uh, is it a S- what is it on the SA site or? An SA site, yeah. Oh. It's only a hundred bucks a ticket. Maybe it's worth a shot. 
if I win it's it, if I win it, Phil, you want to No, it's for, it's for a good cause. It's for like feeding, feeding the. Yeah. What's so, it called? It's a charity. I think it has feeding in the name. Yeah. So if we win it, I mean, there's Phil, myself, Ant, and Alex. So Ant being the smallest of us, he's going to be Colby. I'll be. <laughs> Phil, between you and Alex, who's going to be Farrell? <laughs> He's got a more be arrogant face. Yeah. <laughs> got to be Alex. Full has to be Vinny Vinopolo. So full, you gotta, you gotta bulk up. Yeah. Okay, I'll just put, a, I'll just put a pillow or something underneath my shirt. Just, I don't know. And, you, uh, you and your brother you wear like one jersey and together. <laughs> uh, you must, you must break your arm. Uh, I'll, I'll pretend. <laughs> fair, fair. We can't, we can't force you to Anything else, man? I think, yeah, that's all the news covered. I mean, yeah, it's been a bit of a week. Um, obviously, no rugby just yet. We're all still waiting for June. Um, let's see, what are we doing for time? Yeah, do you want to smash out? We're good for time. Do you want to try and do... Which one are we doing? The fly-off fly 15? Yeah, uh, fly-off 15. But disclaimer, we're doing this on the, we're on the fly. <laughs> We're doing it on the floor. <laughs> yeah, so I actually haven't even got a full nice. team here. I've only got like five players. Okay, let's see. Um, maybe, maybe we should start from fullback. It might be easier. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Bowden Barrett at fullback. I think that's fair. <laughs> fair. Okay. Then. Um, Barrett would be a good thing. He's very fast, as we know. Yeah. yeah maybe Barrett, at, Barrett at eleven. Eleven or fourteen. Yeah. No, no, Barrett at 11, Moanya at 14. Because Moanya's fast as well, but oh, he's also yes. got... Yes. Yeah, he's it's got a, a bag of... He's got a bag it, of strength. Is it current players? No, no, it's fucking yeah, anyone. Modern-ish. We sort of, yeah. Well, like more modern, modern era. Yeah. So fullback, I mean, that's... There's a lot of people who can play fullback, I guess. Um, Should we go? What, out of curiosity, D-Mac. Is he a fly half or no, a... No, D-Mac a fullback. Is he a fullback? Okay, so he's available for fly half in our fullback 50. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's and available I mean... for fly half in our fly half 15 as well, so, in a weird way. So, someone like Larkham is a little bit older, he made fullback. Mm. Uh, Fuck, we can take like any Australian uh, fly half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, let's just say, let's say Reese Hodge, he's a... No. Uh, okay, come guys. Uh, should we say Larkham? Larkham, yeah. Okay. Uh, then uh, wings, we have Barrett and Mawanga. Yeah, I've got that. Sounds good. Game. So, uh, center pairing. 12, 12, I'm going to say Liliafano. He's quite a chunky guy. Yeah, he plays. he's played quite a bit of 12. Obviously a natural player, but he suits yeah. 12. Then 13, we need quite a fast oak. Yeah. Who's more like a sort of a... Free rangey. What about Intermuck? Or do you think he's a bit small? He's yeah, he's pretty good. I think he works as a center actually. Intermark, I think okay. I mean, he's a bit small, but we can have a smaller outside center. That's fine with Lea Leofano oh, inside. Oh, we have Lea Leofano. Uh, ten. Ten has to. Uh, be... So this is a different position. Yeah, this one has to be out of yep. position. So what twelves? Um... So what twelves are a natural fit <laughs> no, at ten? No, no. We gotta get smart here, guys. Come on. Okay. What about someone like? Because we've used the field them already. 
Okay, okay, let, let's leave this to the end. Yeah, let's leave 10 for later, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Not, 9, I'm suggesting Quaid. Quaid is a good Quaid. He's actually is a oh, good Quaid. Oh, And he can make all his funky passes. Like, he imagine can... that off the base of the script. <laughs> Just behind, off yeah, the back of the hand. Oh, God. Doesn't have to do much else. Nice. Yeah, yeah. perfect. 8, I, I have Butch James. Yeah. I don't know. Ooh, nice. That's I like that call. Good yeah. shot. I'm not even going to argue that. You probably all. should have actually played loose forward, like in hindsight. Yeah. But we have some options, yeah. 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 Then I, I don't have a seven yet, but six, I, six, I have Andre Pollard. Six. Okay. And so, what about having Farrell at seven then? Well, yeah. is Farrell or fly off or center? I mean, I think you've played more fly off. You obviously played center in the World Cup, but. Mostly, but he, I think he he's play? played. Since he plays fly off, doesn't he? Yeah. Okay. Later, Farrell. Yeah. So Farrell, Pollard, and but James is our loose trio. Not a bad loose trio. Yeah. Number number four lock. I've got Henry Honeyball. Nice. Yeah. I was thinking similarly. Number five. Um, uh, hmm. Who else is there? He's a tall lock. Ah, tall fly off. Fuck this tall. I just thought Sean of... Reynolds. Because he's got a because then we can play Honey Ball at five lock. And then kind of like <laughs> Sean Reynolds is kind of like a beefier enforcer-y kind of lock. <laughs> yeah. I don't... Yeah, it works. Okay. okay, front row. Uh, number three, I, I can't find anyone, sorry. Where did you want to put good, loose head or tight head? Loose head, we want our biggest guy at loose head. Okay. Okay, I'm just trying to think of... Then, hooker, I have Alton Junchies because he's little and squat. That works. <laughs> okay, but I, I'm, I'm, out, I'm out of ideas for, for, uh, for a tight for, Who's, I'm trying to think who's like bigger. Who are these guys? What about a guy like, no, because Braun from Stratum wasn't. He wasn't, mm. he was big ish. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to do. Let's see what his Wikipedia says 1.894 kg, so a bit light. That is a bit light for a tight head prop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I bet you someone's yelling at their podcast right now. I can't. Podcast. Yeah, I'm going uh, blank. I can't think of any of these guys. I'm trying to think. Like South Africans, fat, generally, some have bigger fat ones. Fly off. I mean, Lambie Lambie sort of had a fat face. <laughs> Lambie's got quite powerful legs. Should we say Lambie? <laughs> Yeah. Andy like... Good. So apparently Andy Good's the only one that pops up if you search fat fly off. <laughs> <laughs> and like several oh, images yeah. of him as the header. Fat fly off with shit hair. Maybe something else will come up. <laughs> wait, wait, who's, this, who's this unit? There's a unit here, but he's playing for like some weird American like League. Yeah. Okay, guys, guys, we just need to choose our, our fly half, our out of position fly half. Out of position. Mm. Mm. What do we put? Lambie at tight head? 
Yep. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm done with that. So, are, are we looking to sort of shift a fullback, or are we going all the way into the forwards? What I think you, you got to go. You got to go. Archie, on. Someone with silky hands like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm joking. Uh, come on. Because we have we have a lock fifteen, which Archie Simon's in as a center. I think so. I we think can't. So, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Let's let's Twitter poll this or something. Yeah. I mean, we can put out some names like you know, Ben Smith will be good. Ben like Crotty. Jordy Barrett, surely. Jordy Barrett. Yeah, but Jordy Barrett, we want to use him as a lock in the fullback fifteen. See, guys, you gotta we gotta <laughs> think. Jordy Barrett. First off, you can just go anywhere in any 15, yeah. Jordy Barrett could be <laughs> prop in the fullback full 15 too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, let's throw it out. Twitter, tell Did us who the best guy will be. We didn't use Scott Barrett, eh? Hey? What? Yeah, well, but, but you, surely you want Scott on the wing, since he is faster than Johnny May. Okay. <laughs> say, Scott Barrett at, at fly-off, because he must have learned some, something from either of the brothers. Yeah. yeah, genetically, if you find just one of those. Okay, whatever. We'll we'll put it out to the universe. The universe can tell us. Yeah, I was going to say, um, Carlos Spencer got quite thick in his, got quite dak. Maybe he could actually play tight head. Ooh, it's not a bad shot. Carlos Spencer. Mm. True. King Carlos. Yeah, why not? I, I think we'll get less hate for putting Carlos Spencer there than Lambie. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd hate to imply anything bad about Labby. I'd have to face the wrath of the, the it's, Dark fans. Okay, so it's let's... too late. Guys, if you like Lamby, just submit your hate to Ben. Yeah, so let's see. I'm, uh, I'm like, I, 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 I'm a fan of Lamby. A fan B. Let's, let's run oh. through it and see how we're doing. So, number one, Andy Good. Number two, Elton Judges. Number three, Carlos Spencer or uh, Patrick Lamby. Uh, four... Reynolds, five, Honeyball, and then what did we say? Blindside, Six. Carlard? Six. Yeah. yeah I'm, open I'm, side, Farrell. Open side, Farrell. I'm going internationally. I'm not using the numbers. Eight, Butch James. Nine, Quade Cooper. Ten, Vacant. Eleven, Bowden Barrett. Twelve, Christian Leofano. Thirteen, Intermac. Fourteen, Mwanga. And Larkham at fullback. Yeah. That's a nice, nice little list. Except we don't Good have a Cock forwards. Prop 15 dominate them. Yeah, this team is not going to do that well, I think. Yeah, like, I think I think the, this this team versus the Scrum Half 15 will be an even match. Yeah. Okay. Are we heading cool. off, guys? I think that's it yeah. for us. Thanks, guys. Good call. Oh, cool. Appreciate it. Yeah, have a good one. Yeah, cheers, Thanks, have a good day. Yeah, thanks, for, thanks for stepping in, April. Yeah, appreciate it. Sure. Oh, did we no say goodbye to the, to the listeners? <laughs> yeah, I think it's just general <laughs> goodbye. Bye, listeners. Yeah, bye, Cheers, listeners. Guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.